Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. I am Jason Kong alongside Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? Doing great, man. I'm back into the groove. School, football, love and life. How about you? I'm doing wonderful as well. Yeah, it's it's nice to get the normalcy of having, you know, football on TV and school. Uh, the traffic in the morning isn't as fun as it used to be, but <laughs> especially when you get behind a bus, you know. Yeah, yeah. Out. Yeah, it happens, but you know, you you take the good with the bad. That's that's, that's what right. I always say, Dr. Man. Well, I'm excited for this show today because Dr. Man, we always try and focus on why having healthy teeth are essential for great overall health and uh, I think the audience really enjoys what we do and uh, from time to time the email inbox piles up and we we've got to answer the questions and if you have a question for dr man you can email us anytime dr man at smileman.com remember two ends in man dr man at smileman.com well dr man you ready for uh for the I'm email ready. inbox here let's go it. Let's all right let's, do it. let's get to the first question here this one says my dentures stay loose and the adhesives that i buy at the store are not working what can i do to get them tight and stable enough to eat my food Good question. You know, that's a common problem that we see a lot with people who wear dentures. Um, one of the first things I like to tell people when they come in and set the expectations, when you get dentures, um, the unfortunate thing when you get dentures is you start losing bone from the time you get them. Some people can lose it fast. Some people can lose it a little bit slower. But as you lose that bone, those those uh, dentures that were custom fit to your gums and your bone – doesn't fit that ridge and that bone anymore. So that means they start moving around when you chew. They can fall out when you're you know, eating or laughing. Um, and a lot of people tend to just take them out when they eat because they're not, they're not firm. They can't stay in. Um, it keeps us from even eating the healthy foods that we want to eat. We can't bite into those crunchy foods and things like that. So that is a common problem we see. Um, one of the things with bone loss is because they're not custom fit anymore, you can't create a vacuum. And that's what dentures are, are held in with. They're held in with a vacuum between your soft tissue and the actual denture. So the, the easiest thing that you can do, okay, is go see your dentist and have them relined. You can do that in the chair the same day. It takes about an hour appointment. And they can custom fit that denture that you have back to your bone and back to your tissue so that you get a tighter fit. And then that's the easiest thing uh, to do. Um, adhesives usually don't work once you get a certain distance between the uh, the denture and the tissue. Again, with that reline, we get that distance so that it's very, very minimal. And then the, the adhesives will work better. And also your saliva will help keep them in with the vacuum. Um, the second uh, thing that I would recommend, and I always recommend this, is you are going to start losing bone. Everybody does once they get their teeth out. When you put pressure against that top of that bone, um, which is what dentures do, they put pressure on the surface of the bone, you will slowly lose that bone. The best thing that you can do for yourself is to get implants. Okay, We call them implants or overdentures, but we can use implants to stabilize existing dentures. All we have to do is place two on the bottom and four on the top, and then we can use those dentures that you have and uh, snap them right over those implants, and they are sturdy as, as can be. You can eat whatever you want. You can even bite into an apple, corn on the cob. You don't have to worry about them falling out if you laugh. 
And, uh, you know, and that's the things that a lot of the people that wear dentures worry about. You know, they worry about being embarrassed in public. They're worried about them being, fall, you know, falling out, things like that. So those things with implants, you don't have to worry about. The other thing you don't have to worry about is once you get those implants, you won't lose the bone anymore because you're actually um, creating uh, pressure deep down in the bone, and that pressure keeps your bone healthy, okay? And you won't have to have those relines anymore because you're not losing bone, and so therefore that that denture stays healthy. I mean, excuse me, stays stable, and your bone stays healthy. That's great. So if if someone does get the uh, the realign, how often is that something that needs to be done? Yeah, everybody's a little bit different, but I always tell people you definitely want to come and visit your dentist, even if you have dentures on a yearly basis, okay? Most people think, oh, I don't have teeth anymore, so I don't have to see my dentist. You definitely want to because um, we can uh, find things. Uh, we do First of all, we do an oral cancer screening once a year. Second of all, we can, we can look and see if you're getting any tissue irritation and know if those dentures are going to fit or not. Third, when those dentures start moving around, okay, you're putting – even more pressure on that bone and you're going to get bone loss even quicker. So come in on a regular basis, at least once a year. If you don't feel comfortable coming in at least once a year, at least once every two years and we can evaluate them for you. But on, on average, most people about once every three to four years should have their denture relined. That's great. You know, it's uh, something that you got to keep up with because as you said, the, uh, it doesn't get better once they start no, getting loose. That's, that's right. They're only going to get loose more loose and it's going to create um you know soreness in certain areas in, of your tissue and, and 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 as we talked about before you're not eating healthy foods you're, you're going to lean more towards softer foods at that point so that the dentures don't move around and we know about processed foods and how they lead to you know bad health so the goal is to get those dentures stable whether it's through relines or my highest recommendation implants the implants yep that's uh that's it it sounds like the way to go, but, you know, different uh, options for folks. If they uh, need to find the best uh, sort of solution for them, they have some options there. Well, Dr. Mann, we got to get to more questions here, but we do have to take a break. I want to remind everyone, if you are interested in setting up an appointment to visit Dr. Mann, you can go online to smileman.com, smileman.com. That's man with two N's, or you can call the office at 919 462 Nine three three eight nine one nine four six two nine three three eight. You can schedule an appointment by calling the office. Find out all of the services that Doctor Man provides. You can do that by calling or going online to smileman.com. Back with more of your emails right after this. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Doctor Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio six eighty WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. We're answering your emails today. If you have a question for Dr. Mann, you can send him an email anytime. Dr. Mann at smileman.com. 
smileman.com. Remember, two ends in man. Dr. Man at smileman.com. Ready to get back at it, Dr. Right, man? That's good. Let's, let's go for another question. All right, here we go. Next one here. I'm getting small crevices or pitting around the gum line on some of my teeth. They are catching food and sensitive to hot and cold. What caused this and what can be done to fill them in? That's another great question, and and it also is a very common thing that we see. And what this uh, listener is referring to um, is is what we uh, call cervical erosion. Cervical erosion basically is when um, you get recession at your gum line, and everybody gets that as we age. Our gums tend to recede up and down. It's usually caused by clenching, grinding our teeth, or um, it also can be caused. Recession can be caused by uh, brushing our teeth too hard. One or two of those others cause it. But when our gums recede, it exposes a very um, soft part of our tooth called cementum. Now, the part that we chew on is very hard. It's made of enamel. So when those two meet, you have a junction that's very soft and you have one that's very hard. The one that's going to go first from eating really hard foods and scrubbing our teeth um, and or if we have acid reflux is that soft part of the tooth. And so over time, we get these little crevices or that cervical area gets these indentions in them, and it is, like this person um, uh, wrote in, it is a food plaque trap, which means increased risk for decay. It also increases the sensitivity because that part of your tooth is very close to your nerve. You can imagine you have the real bulky part of, that you see above your gum line, but as you go under the gum, your tooth gets very slender, okay? And where that wears is very close to your nerve. So anything hot or cold will, will cause it to, you know, feel a little bit more than you would normally. Um, some people get it super, super bad um, because they keep those tubules open. Your, your teeth are made of, of uh, pores. And so when those pores stay open, it sends a message to your nerve that something's hot or cold. If they stay too open, which occurs when you get that cervical erosion, it sends a very sharp message to your nerve that something's hot or cold. Usually goes away within 30 seconds. So that's, if it goes away fairly quickly within 30 seconds, that's normal. That means your nerve is alive, which means your tooth's healthy. However, if you have these crevices, you can easily fill them in with tooth-colored filling, and you can solve that problem of A, not having sensitivity, and B, not having that pit there for food and plaque traps and for the increased risk of decay. Fairly easy fix. Um, most insurance companies covered it, cover it as a filling because it is part of your tooth. It's not, not decay, but it is a cavity, considered a cavity. Gotcha. Well, that's good to know that there, you have that uh, available to you if you're experiencing that. Absolutely. And if, if you, even if you aren't experiencing sensitivity, you want to get these filled in, these, these cavities that are occurring around your gum line. Because, like I said, those things wear and slowly when they get close to your nerve, it can turn into a root canal. So you want to try to keep that that uh, tooth colored filling uh, taking the brunt of the force versus your tooth. You want you want to keep those um, crevices filled in and smooth so that food and stuff doesn't get there and and cause bacteria buildup. Yeah, that's not something you want to put off. You want to get on that as soon as you can. All right, Dr. Man, next email here. Um, this is an interesting one. I get cold sores about three to four times a year. What causes them and can I prevent them? Yes, what I mean, that's a common thing. Um, so cold sores are caused by herpes virus, okay? And um, most people don't realize that. You know, there's different forms of herpes, 
but the HPV one um, is, is the one that we we tend to see herpes virus one and two. But um, it lives in your nerves, okay. And so some of the things that can cause them to come out are stress, um, sitting in the sun for a long period of time without sunblock, wind, or extreme cold. Um, but stress is probably the most common factor that we see. If you go through a very stressful time in your life, I see a lot of patients that will come in that are going through some stressful times, and they get an outbreak. These last about 10 to 12 days, and they have different um, – we call them dromal periods. You have pre-dromal, you have prodromal, and you have post-dromal. So there's three periods. The pre-dromal, you'll feel a tingling sensation on your – lip before anything breaks out okay and if you can get in to a dentist when that pre-dromal stage starts we can actually laser that area where you're feeling that tingling sensation and usually it'll never come it'll it'll never go past that stage we also can prescribe you a a medication like acyclovir that's an antiviral that if you start taking it when you feel that first tingling sensation it'll stop it from coming out if you don't get there in time then you'll start going into what we call the prodromal stage, and that's when you get a blister formation or several blisters that form. That's the very painful stage. Sometimes you'll get a fever with it. It'll make you feel really, you know, just lethargic. But that's prodromal, and the reason why it's called prodromal is because it starts oozing, and that is when you pass it on to another person. That's how the virus changes hosts and goes to another person. And the postdromal stage is when that virus draws back up into the nerve that it lives in okay so there's three stages but there are some evidence that if you can come in even at the pre-dromal or prodromal stage the first two stages and we can laser that um, area we can end up curing some people from 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 having them again and the reason why we do that is because we're killing that virus and we're decreasing that that virus every time, and hopefully there's not enough that that can uh, that can live and go back into that nerve that causes these issues. But um, the laser is a wonderful thing. It's it's non painful. The laser, and it's probably the the most efficient way to treat it. Some people a cyclovir doesn't work. Some people it does. Um, but some of the things that I want to tell people to avoid them: take ibuprofen. If you think you're going to be out in the sun for a long period of time, take about three hours ibuprofen about an hour before you got into the sun or wind or like really cold conditions. That's an anti-inflammatory, and it'll help prevent that from popping out. Um, the other thing that you can do if you get them on a regular basis is you can take the supplement that you can buy over the counter called lysine. Remember, you have to take it every day. But some people that are low in lysine, they get more of these. So if you're one of these person people that get a lot of them, then I would I would try lysine. Um, also, remember, out in the sun, use the SPF on the lips because that's the most common place they, they form. Um, but I know they're painful. Um, really, if you get into that prodromal stage and you haven't had an acyclovir, it's probably not a good idea to start taking it because it's not going to help you. Come see a dentist and we can we can laser it dry it up and get it to go away quicker yeah the laser sounds awesome pain painless and uh, a quick and easy way Absolutely. to get it treated very 
Awesome. Very easy. Well, we've got more of your emails to get to. Remember, you can email Dr. Man at drman at smileman.com. Drman at smileman.com. You can also visit smileman.com. That's Dr. Man's website. There you can schedule an appointment and find information about all the services that Dr. Man provides. Or you can call the office at 919-462-9338. A quick break and back with more. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. I am Jason Kong, and we are happy to be here with you on this Sunday afternoon. We're answering your emails. Remember, you can email Dr. Mann, Dr. Mann at smileman.com. If you have questions, we'll answer them here on the air, just like we're going to do with this one right here. Um, next email, Dr. Man, is this. I have several white spots on my front teeth that are very noticeable. Can I get these fixed without removing a lot of tooth structure? Oh, the answer to that is yes. Um, <clears throat> they're caused usually by what we call decalcification. Um, we see a lot of people that um, may, they may come in with some white spots. Their teeth may come in with white spots. Um, that could be due to uh, high fevers that may have caused the decalcification when they were forming. We also see them a lot around braces. People who have the brackets, they get these decalcifications because plaque and bacteria like to build up around the brackets, and, you're, and they will start what we call the beginning of a cavity, and that's the decalcification of the tooth. Once your brackets come off, we'll see these white lesions. Um, there's a couple couple things that can be done. The first thing that we recommend is we make custom trays, and we try a product that we use in our um, office that's made with milk casein. And um, what we do is we, we um, use a special product and etch that white spot, and then the patient will wear this uh, product that we have in our office in that tray every night. And actually what it does is it reverses those white spots, okay? And um, they may have to come in several times to get the actual um, etch done every two weeks. But usually within four to six weeks, those will go away once they wear, wear that, uh, that milk-based product. It's a very, very good approach because we're not having to take any tooth structure off. If they're very severe and the patient wants a quicker result, we can just go in and take that white spot lesion carefully away um, remove it with um, what we call like a little um, hand piece. And, um, and then what we do is we bond uh, tooth color filling to match the surrounding tooth. Um, a lot of times these, these white spots are not very big. So we can blend them in very nicely so that they can't even be seen anymore with that tooth colored filling. So that's a very good question. Um, I would not um, do anything invasive unless they were severely stained or, and or uh, you had white spot lesions all over your whole tooth, I would, I would definitely agree with that patient and go the more conservative route. Uh, I don't want to hijack the, the email show, yeah. but it's, it, it's really fascinating to me, Dr. Manahal, you know, a lot of your work is, is almost uh, 
art in a sense and that you're trying to, you know, match colors and textures to create something that looks nice and natural. Right. And and we got to remember our teeth are, are made of three or four different shades, not just one. And we also have all these little uh, f- f- very minute and, and fine rolls in the front teeth. We have different grooves in our back teeth. So, yes, you're right. It is an artistic um, means to create something that looks natural and looks good to the person who's looking at your teeth. And the, and the most critical person is yourself and right. looking in the mirror. But we have to make sure that we get the right um, – it's all about light, I tell people. Um, remember, when we see art, we're seeing that color reflected back to our eyes and how those colors are put together. Well, your teeth are no different. We have different colors, and we have to make sure that light is coming back and and looks pleasing on our eye for – us to to have uh, beautiful teeth, so that is correct. You know, you're right about that. It's, it's pretty much an artistic side to it that that is important to have, and of course, go to schooling. That's one thing they didn't really teach us in dental school. Yeah, you know, we had to go, or I did. I had to go uh, three years post dental school um, on my time off from work to the Las Vegas Institute for Advanced Dentistry, which teaches teaches the cosmetic side gotcha you know all these different chromas and all these different colors in the tooth and how you bring these these colors together to form what we call the beauty of the eye Um, yeah that's interesting because you know like everyone kind of has a a picture of what the perfect smile is in their head but uh that could be different to, to lots of people yeah everybody's shape everybody's color to them might be different. You know, somebody, you know, some people want a gold crown on their front teeth. Some people don't, you know, it just, <laughs> it just all depends on the individual. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the the last one that we'll be able to squeeze in here. Um, this, this is interesting, Dr. Man. I was recently diagnosed with cancer and must undergo radiation. How will this affect my teeth and our, our best wishes to this person? Yeah. Best wishes to that person. You know, cancer's devastating. It's, it's been in my family and, um, we're making good progress on, on getting cures, but radiation is one of those that um, we have to use. And really, um, I'm not sure if this patient, individual patient is having head and neck radiation, but radiation is so defined to the area now that unless it's head and neck radiation, the only thing we have to worry about is the lowered immune response. But if it's head and neck uh, for throat cancer, uh, brain cancer, jaw cancer, ear, whatever it may be, <clears throat> You need to come see your dentist one month before radiation starts. And the reason why is you're highly, highly susceptible to decay once radiation starts. To, um, the goal for coming in one month ahead of time is if you have any decay before you start the radiation, we need to address that. Okay. The second thing is we need to um, start planning about what it's going to do to your mouth. Uh, radiation dries the mouth out. Dries the mouth out. So we need to have a plan in place to give you the products and the different types of things that need to be done at home to keep that dryness level down because that's what causes the increased uh, risk of decay is the dry mouth. Um, the other thing is we need to talk about your diet because your diet plays a big, big role in that. Um, and then third, we need to um, start uh, you know, uh, doing um, jaw exercises. One thing, one of the things that we see with with head radiation is it can cause your muscles and your jaws to hurt. And if we can get you to open your mouth, you know, and do twenty different uh, openings and closes about three times a day as wide as you can, that helps decrease the amount of pain that we're seeing with uh, those who are going through head and neck radiation. Um, 
But those are the three main things that we see. Decay, okay, um, the pain in the joints and the muscles, dry mouth, okay, and, and with that dry mouth, we usually see a loss of taste that can occur. Um, these usually come back right after radiation um, has been completed. However, sometimes it takes a while. So um, we, we have to keep these, these things in place for a while after radiation and keep a close watch on the teeth to make sure that decay doesn't occur. Yeah, that's wonderful advice because, you know, someone dealing with a cancer diagnosis, I know the last thing on my mind would be, oh, I need to go visit the dentist. But it's so important because as, as you're dealing with radiation and, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to uh, keep your body healthy and, you know, you're obviously your appetite may be affected. And the last thing you want is to be dealing with any sort of uncomfortability with your mouth. That's correct. And not just teeth, you know, even with dentures, as we talked about earlier, if you're going through radiation, you need to visit your dentist because, um, it will increase your what we call the dry mouth, which is going to uh, decrease the ability to keep your your dentures in. The other thing too is when you have dry mouth, you know you can get a sore really quick because you don't have that lubrication from the saliva. So when you have dentures and you and they might be hitting in a high spot or something, you normally wouldn't think about it. But if you see a dentist and he sees a red area before you go through radiation, he can relieve that area. We also can put soft reliners in dentures to help those patients going through radiation so they're not getting that hard uh, acrylic just pressing against their tissue when it's on dry. Yeah. Well, thank so. you everyone for sending in your emails. If you would like to have a question answered on the show, you can email Dr. Mann, Dr. Mann at smileman.com. That's man with two N's, Dr. Mann at smileman.com. And smileman.com is where you can find plenty of information about Dr. Mann and also schedule an appointment as well. Or you can call 919-462-9338. Dr. Mann has two offices, one in Cary at 315 East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway 70. Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week? Well, we're going to talk about the uh, most popular thing uh, in the you know uh, advertising as far as braces is Invisalign. We're going to, we're going to talk about how it can straighten your teeth and uh, quickly and uh, without having having to wear all those ugly braces. There you go. We'll do that next Sunday at 4.30. We hope you will join us for that. It's Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a wonderful day.